Hey, ladies and gentlemen, thanks for tuning in to the Big Honker Podcast. Happy days are here again. Dive Bomb Industries has given you a brand new promo code for being a good listener of the Big Honker Podcast. And what would that promo code be? Trump 2020. Common theme here, ladies and gentlemen, with the promo codes from Dive Bomb. Trump 2020 will save you 10% off of your entire order when you go to Dive Bomb Industries. Season's coming up. You need decoys. They've got decoys. Go to DiveBombIndustries.com. Fill up your shopping cart. Use the promo code TRUMP2020 to save yourself 10% off at checkout. That's 2020. Trump 2020 is in the big chief, our president, and someone I'm glad I support and vote. Was it okay for me to give a little political? Absolutely. New Pentel decoys coming out from Dive Bomb Industries. The contrast is going to be something that Burge will key in on from a long way away. So uh, even if you don't shoot a whole bunch of Pentel decoys, I wouldn't be afraid to buy me a couple dozen of them. Throw them out there with the rest of the decoys. Use that contrast of the of the Drake Pentel to really stand out in the field. So You, you stole what I was going to say. Best part of having a Pentel decoy is the white. Standing out, baby. Just run, run them in your goose spread. Just throw them out on the edge of it. Bingo. So – DiveBombIndustries.com. This show is also brought to you by Boss Shot Shells, changing the game. Direct to consumer, direct to you. You go to them. No middleman. You know the price is already rock bottom, and they're starting to copper plate their BBs. And it only takes one. You don't have to shoot them three times to kill them. One shot, and they're dead. Won't make you a better shot, but the ones that you do hit will be dead. Go to BossShotShells.com. Get what you need. This show is also brought to you by 737, another direct-to-consumer. Dive Bomb's also direct-to-consumer. There's, there's a trend setting here in the there, business. There's, there's something going on here. 737, Oklahoma boys. Make calls in Oklahoma for people everywhere else. It's with the big guy in Texas. It's what I blow, the, the old number one. The old number one. Go to 737duckcalls. Look them up on Instagram, 737duckcalls. They're fun to follow on Instagram. This show is also brought to you by Lucky Duck. Spinners galore. Turkey decoys. Whatever you need. Motion. Varmint call. If you're going to field hunt, you got to run some spinners. The more the merrier. Yeah. Yeah. The more the merrier. If you're going to, if you're duck hunting in the field, load them up. Get six, seven, eight spinners and you will wax that ass. So. Run, run half the spread and double or triple up on your spinners. You don't need six dozen decoys. If you're going to run some decoys, run three dozen decoys and run five spinners. There you go. LuckyDuck.com, they can hook you up. This show is also brought to you by Athlon Optics. Great glass, crystal clear quality, rock bottom bargain price. Can't say enough about Athlon Optics. They're what I use. They're what I use to scout. They also sell scopes, spotting scopes. They got everything that you need to see a long, long way away. AthlonOptics.com. Hook yourself up. We're also brought to you by Sea Light LEDs. Put these bad boys on your trailer. That way you can see what you're doing in the dark. No more fiddling around in the dark. You're not 16 anymore. You don't need to fiddle around in the dark. Turn it on. See what you're doing. Illuminate the sky. Sea Light LEDs. Put out that perfect decoy spread. We're also brought to you by William and Chris Wines. William and Chris Vineyards out of High Texas. Texas wine. Mother's Day's coming up. They, you can get them at Central Market, Whole Foods, one of those upscale supermarket. You can also go to their website, williamchriswines.com, and they will ship it to you. 
William Chris Wines, Texas wine at its best. Finally, last but not least, we're brought to you by Stanfield Hunting Outfitters. Taking, we're taking bookings right now. 2019-2020 season. Never too early. If you're looking for a great deal to take some clients or some friends to a family reunion, <clears throat> look at us for a dove hunt. We've got a weekend or two left in October. We've got some weekdays available. Perfect place to get away from the office. Take 10 to 20 of your friends. Come up and hunt Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday. What a better way to kill a week than to come up and do a corporate dove hunt. That's stanfieldhunting.com, 940-658-3172. All right, I'm going to go ahead and tell you you're welcome. This episode of the podcast, we're joined by the infamous Blake Poppy. Blake is, he's become like family to us. It's always great talking to him. I've missed him. Jeff's missed him, so... A lot of fun getting to hear from him, and uh, yeah, this was a fun one. So here we go. Blake Allen Poppy. Here we go, three, two, one, boom, and welcome to the Big Honker Podcast. I'm Jeff Stanfield. I'm Andy Shaver, and we have an absolute treat for you today. We've got Nebraska's own Larry the Cable Guy. No, kidding, Blake Poppy. Oh, uh, way better than Larry the Cable Guy. He's like a na- he's like a, a state treasurer of yours. But it's Nebraska. Well, yeah. Andy. They don't they don't have football no more. Right, Blake. Like football. You, you you're excited right. you're excited about the Huskers coming up again this year, aren't you? Well, yeah. I mean, we're going to win a championship, and I get ten tomahawk steaks. I think you. I, <laughs> if they win the national championship, I think you win a whole fucking cow. Every <laughs> fucking sweet. Because we got a we got a we got a bet on about everything. So, because you sent me an, a text the other day that you were y'all's quarterbacks ranked tenth on some list. Yep. And top only, 10 quarterbacks in the nation. And only person in the world that would get excited about having the 10th-ranked quarterback in the nation would be people from Nebraska. Well, when you're 4-8, and eight, you, you fucking take little wins. <laughs> <laughs> little wins, Pepe. <laughs> so, I, I, have you been enjoying baseball this year? Go Rocks. Yeah, go Rocks. Yeah, I've been to one game at least. Are, are they better? Are they winning this year again, or is it a down year? Uh, it started out bad, but there's 162 games, so. What's your prediction right now? Who, who Who's going to be in the World Series, Blake? You're a baseball fan. Me and Andy aren't, so tell who's us. Who's going to be in the World Series? Yep. I'm going to say the Dodgers and the Red Sox, just from someone that's, that's exactly not a fan. Blake, do you that's have us on speakerphone? Yeah, because my phone's all fucked up, and I can't hear anybody when I don't have it on speakerphone. You just got that phone. That's a brand new phone. No, I got it the first year I was down there. That's two years old. I thought you bought one last year. I thought you broke another one. I thought last year got one. I thought you and I had the exact same phone. Oh, shit. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, that phone's only like four months old. Yeah, they came out in September, Blake. Do I have to do the update? Yeah. 
You need to. I wonder if that would help. I don't know. My phone's a piece of shit too, Blake. I'm telling you, they last about three months. They got a way. Of, <laughs> they got a way of throttling you back, so you got to do the update all the time. That way, they can keep tabs on you. So you were going. Oh, you, you were going to say the Dodgers and the Red Sox. Yeah. Really. Yep. The, yeah, we don't. Just Rockies are not uh, not carved up to be a World Series team right now. So. Well, I didn't think. I thought the Red Sox were terrible. I haven't watched a game yet, but I've no. heard that they're losing. I've been here too, but <sighs> just as long as it ain't the Yankees and it ain't the D bags, the old Diamondbacks. So um, it may be the Astros might be up there too because the Astros are pretty damn good this year. Yeah. So you're going to Denver quite a bit, eh? Yep. You gonna you gonna get any of those magic mushrooms? They're legal now. No. Nope. No, they didn't. They didn't pass it, did they? Yes. That you they can, did. That you can what now? Colorado passed what? Uh, psychedelic mushrooms. Jesus Christ, what a fucked up state. <laughs> 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 Only in Denver. Only in Denver. Oh, so I, saw, I saw a deal the other day. Some lady that was a councilwoman in Denver said that she wished that the other 50 states would go ahead and legalize all this stuff so, so everybody's homeless and zombies could all go back to their own state. <laughs> So it must be an influx of a bunch of fucked up people there. Yeah, Denver's growing so freaking fast. I mean, even the last year, you know, from October to May, it's like they're, they're building parts of Denver that I didn't even in the past four months just because it's growing so fast. So you're so just for the record, you're not going to take a ride on a magic mushroom? No. Okay. No, I... uh I would appreciate I that, a, Blake. I have an addi- I have an addictive personality, and I feel like if I try any drugs, I'd just be an addict. So you'd want to do it all the time, take that little ride yeah. all the time. Uh, yeah, I'll just, just stick to my course lattes. They say it only lasts like five to seven minutes. That's, that's, that's what that's what they say. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm not gonna test it. Yeah. Let me tell you, you something. You can try it, Andy. And I, you can let us know, Blake. Me and both Michelles will be really disappointed in you if you start hammering down fucking mushrooms. So don't do it. <laughs> I uh, a, a guy that used to work for us said he did a mushroom and went to uh, a Grateful Dead concert, or he did it at the concert. Is this got to be Jamie Holstein? Yeah. And uh, I shouldn't have said his name, I guess. And uh, he said every time somebody would strum a guitar, like rainbows were coming out of it. Jesus. Oh, my God. <laughs> That's crazy, right? Yep. <laughs> every time, like every time, there'd be a strum of a guitar, it'd be a fucking rainbow burst right out of it. Yeah, wouldn't it, that just make you sick? Oh fuck, you'd you'd have to just <laughs> be so fucking paranoid. Yeah, but the mushroom crowds all over there saying, "Oh, it's safer than alcohol." <laughs> yeah, it only There's lasts. No I guess yeah. it only lasts for five minutes, but it's a hell of a hell of a five minutes. I did not realize they passed. The deal to do, that's crazy. Mm-hmm. Decriminalized it. Fuck. Next thing you know, be fucking people let them shoot heroin in the goddamn Seven Elevens. Oh, they got their safe space to shoot up. That that's the biggest bunch of shit too. You you provide safe space for heroin addicts, but you people with cancer treatment without insurance can't get no help. I just don't get it. Uh, I don't. I don't. We have. We lived in a. We live in a fucked up world right now. I'm telling you. You know, I was thinking the other day, is is it only fucked up because we know, like, with social media, there isn't much you don't know? 
or is it actually just fucked all just fucked up from the world from America that I grew up in? It's fucked up. I mean, I'm telling yeah. you, the shit that we we have just over the years have decided. Okay, you know that's not so bad. We'll let them do that. No, it's not so bad. We do that. It's not so bad. Well, we've got to that point now where we've 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 let all the bad shit take over and control, and it's socially acceptable, and we just go with it. Well, but thousands of years ago, I mean, psychedelics are not new. No, no, I, I not say they're new, but that we never would have thought about legalizing them a long time ago. It's just the whole movement was well, it's shit. because they weren't illegal a, whole, a long time I mean, ago. They would have never ever thought of having a safe place to shoot up heroin. No, they would have never ever Her. even considered someone arguing about late term abortions. I mean, just shit that we just kind of have accepted, and that if a Democrats and this ain't, I ain't trying to get in politics, but if the Democrats are pushing it, it's anti American right now. It seems like. I mean, it really is. I mean, everything. You know, now they make. I, I we watched a show yesterday, and they were praying, and they were making fun of people for praying. The Democrats were? No, no, it wasn't a Democrat. This was just on a, a show, though, but somebody prayed, and they go, oh, I guess we got to pray. I guess if that's what y'all think is something y'all need to do. And they kind of all rolled their eyes as they prayed, and I'm thinking, what in the hell happened? Hmm. Oh, damn. I just, I don't, and I, I mean, I, I'm damn sure I ain't Jimmy Swaggart. I'm not knocking the church doors down every time they're open, but I, I, don't, I don't understand this part. So, what, Did you see that? Go ahead. One of those kids that was involved with the shooting in Denver that he, he was a transgender, and his dad was an illegal immigrant. His dad was what? An illegal immigrant. Yeah, I did see that. So it was a chick with a dick yeah. that done the shooting? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. There's another thing that's fucked up. We had never thought about making that a normal deal in the 70s and 80s. I saw a meme, though, on Snapchat. There's a new filter where it'll switch your face. to If you're a dude, you can switch it, and it'll give you a girl face. Have you seen that on Snapchat? Yeah. Yeah. Everybody's doing it. Everybody wants to see what they look like as the opposite sex. I, I I don't want to see me as opposite sex. I don't want to see you either, Blake. I love you the way you are. Blake, let me <laughs> I want your opinion on this, Blake, and I and I want your honest opinion. Do you think Mother's Day was big time confusion around Bruce Jenner yesterday? <laughs> yes. What do do you think they gave him Mother's Day presents or they hold out for Father's Day for him? I'm I'm I, I, I'm assuming they gave him Mother's Day presents. Is he double dipping though? Is he going to get something next month for Father's Day? Oh, fuck, maybe that's why he did it. I think so. I think he wanted uh, to. I think he wanted to be recognized both months. Yeah, but I don't know. Now, Call me old fashioned. I like my women without a penis. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you, you like to drink, now, Blake? So. Is there a chance, by any chance, he's in California and you got a little drunk that you might accidentally pick up on old Bruce Jenner or Caitlyn Jenner, whoever she is? No. She, no. She is a hideous woman, don't you think? Oh, yeah. There's not enough alcohol in the world to make to make that happen. You wouldn't do it just so you could brag to us in the goose line? <laughs> like, hey. Did I think Bruce get, Jenner? Caitlyn Jenner, okay? Caitlyn Jenner? You, homo- no, you, you transophobe, it's Caitlyn now. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to 2019. No, I, okay, I couldn't couldn't do it. So what? What's It'd be a hell of a story, though. What What's going on with the corn right now? Y'all start. You're starting to plant finally. Yeah, we finally got going again. Good yesterday. I don't know. Shit, the stuff I planted two weeks ago isn't even growing. So I don't know why I'm in such a hurry. Why is it not growing? Do you do something wrong? Soil temps too cold. 
Mm, that's nothing you did then. What is y'all soil temps at right now? Uh, 46, 48, I, thought, I think. Don't it have to be like 54 or 58? Yeah, because 50, that'll, it will germ, but it'll be slow. So so what is optimum soil temperature to, to plant corn? Uh, anything above 50. Anything above 50. Just roll. When does it really shoot up? What's the temperature usually? I don't know. I don't check it after a plant. Really? It doesn't matter after that point. I'll be damned. Well, you're checking it now. You're just planting now just because you're trying to get some in the ground so when it does get warm enough, you don't have to, you're not way behind, right? Well, yeah, I got 1,200 acres to plant. Yeah, I I got a, I mean, calendar date is more important than soil temp right now. What, when was your last snow? When was that? A week and a half ago? Mm. I don't remember. We got five inches a week ago or something, a week and a half ago or something like that. Is this the latest that you've seen it snowing? Um, as far as I can remember, yes. But I, I want to say when I was in high school, it snowed on graduation day, which no is shit. usually like the 17th or 15th of May. Yeah. But. No, other than that, but it's been wet. I don't know. I don't know what's what's going to happen. But now, what do you what do you think is going to happen with with uh, you know the area that was affected by the flood and everything? H- have you talked to? Have, do you know anybody that's in that part of the country, eastern Nebraska? Yeah, my uncle's got uh, my uncle's got some ground down the Missouri River bottom. Um, down in southeast Nebraska, and he uh, he said everything but his Missouri River stuff is going to plant. But then they said uh, the crop insurance told him with the that with the chance of the flooding that's still going to happen from the snowmelt, mm-hmm. that even if you plant it, they won't they won't insure it because of the flooding chances yet. So he said, "Fuck it, I'm not even going to plant it if I can't insure it." Yeah, that's just a risk you can't take, right? Yep. Shit. too much money out there. I think everybody is just overly wet right now. We're in the same boat here. We finally, <clears throat> I guess we could, you can start planting a little bit again here. But hell, it's supposed to rain starting on Friday. They say the next from Friday on for a week straight is going to be seven to ten days of seriously bad, bad storms. No shit. Yeah, big time, big tornado outbreak. The, they say the big, is that that Reed Timmer deal you put yes, on Facebook? Yeah, it's supposed to be the biggest outbreak since 2003. Starting on Friday, all the, for the next ten days or something, and so the, you know, in an area like ours and the areas up in your place, we get one thunderstorm and we get a three or four inch rain. And it's like getting ten inches of rain right now. I mean, it there ain't nowhere yeah. for it to go, and that's all. Th- that's the whole Midwest, I think. I think so too. I don't. I don't know. It's uh, and I got a snap from um, Matt, and he's wet too. Oh, they're big time with. They, matter of fact, they lost the house in our place in Hobart. They don't have water right now. The water line really? broke. The river wiped the water line out, and they don't know when it's going to be fixed. Oh shit! Hopefully, by the time we get up there. One thing about it, though, if it's you up there, it won't matter because it won't keep you from keep do, taking a shower. So you'll be all right. The hell, shit! <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. So, so I shower more than you tell everybody. I don't. <laughs> So you got a new girlfriend you want to tell us about, Blake? No. No, no no, no girlfriend? Don't have time for that. 
Well, what about the girl that last year was writing all the letters and stuff? Is she still in the picture? No. No. That poor girl, you led her astray. She bought you all those gifts. I think it just, I think it jinxed it talking about it on the podcast. Oh, that's what jinxed it, you think? Yeah, I guess. I don't know. Well, you While were, I was down there, she talked about hanging out. And then when I'm like, okay, I'm on my way home, she quit talking to me. <laughs> mm. She just likes you as yeah. a pen pal was all. Yeah. I think I got a fucking curse or something. No, you just, uh, you're young, you're busy, you're ambitious. The right one will come along. <laughs> and you talk to 12 yeah. of them at a time. I think that's the problem. That, that's, a, that's a big deterrent right there. I guess I didn't think about that. You're not real committed to this deal. But no. I, I can tell you, though, the coffee, that the, the taste that you get out of that Yeti, it's it, pretty good. Out of that Yeti cup that you left us behind? I think I left both of them. <sighs> pretty good, Blake. I can't believe we're using it. You know, let me tell you I'm so. not. Ed is. Ed's just, I'm getting all my information Ed from Ed. Ed is using my coffee cup. Well, just, just to drink out of. He's not peeing in it or nothing. Well. Well, you guys can fucking burn it if he's using it. Well, that's going to hurt his feelings. He likes you. <laughs> I'm not going to drink it. Even if it was you, Andy, I wouldn't even drink it after you. Let me, let me tell you something. We yes, got we we went. To, me and Michelle went to Padre last weekend, and we were halfway there, and she's like, damn it. I go, what is it? She goes, I forgot Blake's Blake's mug. I was going to take a picture of it on the beach <laughs> and send it to him. She goes, dang it. She goes, that's all. She goes, I was thinking about that. And she goes, I got sidetracked right when we were walking out the door. She goes, I'm going to take that with us everywhere we go this summer and keep sending Blake where his cups traveled to. It's like a flat Stanley. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. So are you going to meet us in Easton this year? November? Yeah. No. Yeah, fuck it. You, we'll bring your coffee mug there. So Are you going to pick me up? We'll pick you up at the airport. Not, not at Easton. I told you if I go to Canada, which I'm going to do in October, I'll pick you up. I'm going in September. But Where are you going in September? Up with Kyle and them and go shoot snows. You had not had enough of that? I didn't get to do it this spring. Too wet? No, they were here for fucking six days and they left. What happened? They were stuck in down south for a long time. Too cold. Yeah, they just—they fucking were here for a week, and we had a fuckload of them, and then boom, Gandhi. Hmm. You didn't miss anything. You know, anything, you, we have a little, and then a lot, and then you know, we have quite a few for all the way till the beginning of April. But shit, March twentieth hit, we didn't have a fucking bird. Every snow goose hunter on in the country talked about how miserable this year was. I mean, just yeah. Birds, like you said, birds here, not here, wet. Sounded like yeah. a shit show for the snow goose. Uh, yeah, I don't know. It's good. At, whatever. I know they're hammering off in Canada, but. They are right now? Well, I don't know. Whenever dive bomb was up there, shit, Nick and them were shooting the hell out of them. I can't imagine shooting snow geese still. And happy to do it. Oh. They're just, they're like a pig in shit when you see the pictures. I would be. Oh, it's too, it's. So you would go, you'd go mid-may. snow goose hunting right now? Yeah. And be excited Absolutely. about it. Fuck yeah. 
the 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 thought. Uh, what if you did? What if you hunted out of an A-frame? Like the thought of brushing an A-frame right now on May thirteenth sends uh-huh. chills down my spine. <laughs> I'm not. Uh, I'm fucking serious. I'm not lying to you. Already. Like my. I get. I mean, shit. That, we're we're three months down the road, and you're still you're still being a little bitch. Yes. Like I'm telling you, when when that door closes and I'm done. I am done. I am good until football season starts. Like, I don't fucking even, not one bit do I miss waterfowl hunting right now. Not one bit. I'm serious. The thought of grabbing a brush pile and sticking it in a fucking A-frame makes my stomach hurt. Uh, yeah, I guess I'll just say that. kind of... Oh yeah, you're so so you're not so gung ho after all. We're finding out. Well, I'm just saying, if opportunity arises and I could shoot a snow goose right now, I'd say yes. To do it one day. Yeah, one. but we white suit it. We don't a frame, so right. See, once I brought up brushing the a frame, took a little bit of the enthusiasm out of you. Yeah, fuck that. Yeah, but sitting in that a frame is a whole lot nicer than laying in your back in a white suit. <laughs> True. Well, yes. Are y'all? Hey, we've got a, we've got a ton of ducks here right now, so I'm assuming they're going to stay here and nest. I mean, it's May fifteenth, really? and I, I guess I don't know. We got teal everywhere, which we got water everywhere. We got more water than we had when you left. Do you? Yeah. Uh, are y'all y'all got a lot of ducks around there right now? Yeah, I've been seeing a fuckload of shovelers. See, are they going to go all the way up to Canada still, or are they going to stay there and nest? Uh, I don't know. But there is a shit pile of them. I drive by a pond on the way to my shop that is just fucking butt loaded. Boy, they're beautiful this time of year, too. I know. You know what I think would be sweet? Is if you could buy a permit to shoot a fully plumed out bird in the spring if you wanted to mount it. You know, say you go in and buy a $25, $30 permit just to whack a bird so you can get a pretty mount. What, what would you pay 25 to shoot? <clears throat> what would be your choice? You could do one bird right now. I'd shoot a shoveler. <laughs> they're pretty birds. When, when they they're are. fully plumed, I mean, they are. They get a bad rap, but they're a pretty bird. Yeah. I used to have one mounted in here. Yeah. In full the, color. We had a gentleman it. that that found a permit to shoot a fully plumed out shoveler. <laughs> I don't know where that mount is that, went, though. I mean, is that a stupid idea or what? No, someone stole my fucking shoveler mount is what I'm noticing. It's not I bet, here. I bet it's in your office. <laughs> we have uh, blue wing teal here right now, and they are gorgeous. Oh, yeah. And they, cinnamon. They've got, they've got that big crest on their on their face. Yeah. Absolutely gorgeous. I saw a picture a couple of days ago of a cinnamon blue wing craw- hybrid that was full plumed out. Boy, it was beautiful. Hmm. Oh, shit. Beautiful, beautiful bird. You know, I'm sure Andy will argue with me on what kind of bird it was, but that's oh, what they said. I, took I it didn't by, see it. I took it by the guys. Yeah, but you would, uh-huh. uh, I didn't see it. I'm not going to argue with you. <laughs> that's so, the first. No shit. That's exactly right, Blake. So, Blake, what else been going on? Anything exciting? You ready for anything new in the waterfowl world? Um, no. Other than um, I'm going to spread some corn and let it grow up and I'm going to flood it this fall. <laughs> I take not it up. I take it you're not a believer in the uh stop in the migration, huh? Well, they just better watch out south of me cuz every goddamn duck is going to stay at my pond. 
you know, I don't <clears throat> I, I really think there's gonna be some legislation that's gonna change that. I really do. I believe it's coming down the pipe in the next year or two because there's enough there's enough banner going on that's getting a lot of attention, and there'll be there'll there'll be somebody that'll that'll do something. You know, yeah. politicians but, are easy to buy off. But uh, I mean, it's legal. I have the um, I have some leftover seed. I got the perfect pond that can flood. Screw it. I'm going to do it. Oh, I'm telling you right now, if I could do it yeah. down here, I'd do it. If I could do it no every place I'd be, I'd do it. I, It's oh. it's legal. That's damn sure what I would do. I'd be right on that bandwagon. All right. I wonder if you can do Milo. Well, I could probably flood whatever the hell I want. I think, yeah, you can do whatever you want. It doesn't so, have to just be corn. So you could flood Milo planet. You could do peanuts. Yeah. Mm, Jeff's wheels are spinning over here. A little sheet water peanuts. That'd be Narnar. Mm. Um, shit for the doves, man. We have, uh, I'll go out and like open my valve on my pivot and it'll just dump into the road and then doves just swarm into there. Oh yeah. Water's the best bait in the whole world. Yeah. There, especially places like yours and ours where you dry a lot. I don't think you could do peanuts because you have to turn them up. Because it wouldn't do any good to flood them with them in the ground. Mm-hmm. You'd have to turn them up and then flood it. So I think that would probably correct. be illegal. Correct. Yep. But, now that you're talking about it, you are correct. Because then... But that, but that's a normal farming practice. I yeah, mean, but not it, to flood on top of it, it's not. Yeah. I don't understand how it's a normal farm practice to flood corn that you ain't touched, but they have. But milo and corn, I think, is you haven't touched it. It's not been manipulated right. and be okay. But the peanuts you would manipulate when you dug them up. Right. It would be solely for the birds at that point. Yes. Which I don't like. Like we've, it just doesn't make sense because even when you plant corn, turn the water on, it's just for the birds. Yes. There's nothing about that that's farm wise normal. So I, that's the part that I don't understand. That's the part that gets me is. You know, you stress normal farming practices, normal farming practices, normal farming practices, and then you turn around and, oh, fuck, just let it grow and then flood it up to, you know, six inches below the ears and that's where it stops. So that's where I have, that's where I have the big problem with it. I'm fine with it. It's legal. I understand that. But don't get everybody, don't get on everybody's case about normal farming practices and then do this. We had a. We did have a peanut field up here one year that they had turned up, and it flooded. Naturally. And, and we had a big rain, 18-inch rain, and it flooded it, and there was about five acres of watered-down peanuts, and boy, the fucking ducks love that place. Yeah. I mean, they were all Well, up. that's what this, this place I'm doing is, is we pull, it's a it's out of the ditch, and it, there's a, down the way, they pull out of the Platte River and run it down this canal for irrigation. Well, that canal has to go down to this catch pit where I'm putting the corn in. The only thing not natural about it is the corn that's going to be in there. But it feeds water constantly through the air straight out the plat. I don't have to turn on a pump or anything. It'd be a pretty uh, pretty sweet place to do it. Yeah. yeah. So, so you're really going to do it then? You're not just bullshitting on the podcast. No, Blake's going to do it. No, the corn's already in, in there. <laughs> Now, 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 Blake, I went ahead and uh, I'm get. I did reservations for the Christmas carriage again this year, and I got you down with us on that ride. So, oh shit, are you going to be plus one? No, 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 Paula. 
I'll just sit on the sit on the front by myself again. <laughs> try to keep Shelby from beating Zach's ass. <laughs> Zach's a jujitsu person now. You know. He told me, listen, you know, he did his first fight yesterday in a tournament. A, a tournament, in, tournament in Dallas. And he told me he said I had to fight against a guy that weighed two hundred and fifty pounds. I'm like, don't they don't they weigh y'all in? Yeah, but I signed up for what's it called, Andy? Absolute. Absolute. Yeah. And and so he had wrestled a two hundred and fifty pound guy that was a former wrestler at OSU and rugby player. <laughs> <laughs> I go, I bet he whipped your ass pretty quick. <laughs> he choked me out. <laughs> like, what the fuck's a hundred and seventy pound dude doing wrestling a two hundred and fifty pound guy? He just doesn't have the torque to take on a big guy like that, you know. He's only five yep. eight, five nine. He did whip your ass there today, didn't he, Andy? Uh, or yeah. did you whip him? Mm. I think little brother's finally be able to choke out big brother now. He has before. He yeah. went. He went to a tournament for that stuff. Yep. Oh yeah. In Dallas on Mother's Day, a bunch of guys in pajamas, barefoot, rolling around on the ground together. Yeah, I don't know if I like that. He got third in I'm one too, tournament, I'm though. Too I'm too homophobic for that. You're just afraid that some guy would get behind you and you might like it. Well, I'm, I, I, I'm just a little scared of the gays. You're scared of gays? <laughs> none, none of them are gay, though. Well, you don't know that. Well, I don't know that. There are some gay guys out there whoop your ass. Absolutely. But I doubt anybody that Zach went up against yesterday was gay. Why are you scared of gay people, Blake? I, I I just don't like it. I mean, you you act like you've had like a bad experience or something here. There's a story. No, <laughs> no I just. So gay people um, make you nervous? Yes. See, they don't bother me at all. I don't care what it's you do. It's really funny because uh, there's a couple, couple of them, the gays. Yeah, they usually run in couples. <laughs> and uh, the town south of us. One night I was sitting at home and my friend Scott calls me. He goes, you won't believe what happened. I'm like, I'm like, what? He's like, I was sitting in the bar down in Imperial and these two gay guys walk in and everyone just starts beating the fuck out of them. What? And I'm like, and I'm like what? He's like, yeah. They said, oh, there's the gay guys. And all of a sudden these two cowboys went and started beating the shit out of them. And I was like, what the fuck? Is that what we're doing now? Is just beating them because they're gay? <laughs> I, uh, yeah, that's... Uh... <laughs> this is where Falker would be like, uh, Blake, you don't need to talk no more. <laughs> <laughs> See, that, you know, Jeff talks about where we're at in 2019. That's something that I, I can't believe is still going on in 2019. Just fucking, if people want to do that, if, they, if you know... Yeah, that was a 1970s move to beat up somebody because he's gay, not a 20s, 19 and, and it was a 1970s deal to take psychedelics. So evidently we have not moved that far. I don't I don't understand the homophobia with anybody. I don't care what someone does. I, I've got a couple of guys that I'm friends with that are gay that actually both are really good guys. I need to introduce them to each other. But uh, I don't... Well, I don't mind it. I mean, if you want to be gay, be gay, but I don't want to see it. The only thing that confuses me about gay people are lesbian docs. If if you're a lesbian and you like a hot chick that's a hot lesbian, I get that because I do too. 
But when you date a woman and she looks like me, I don't understand the shit. Why don't you just date a guy? You know? Find a fat guy with a bad haircut. I mean, shit, yeah. it's the same thing. That's what, yeah, because uh, there's a there a girl that, that went to school here is now gay. God love her. And her, I don't know if they're still together or not, but her former partner was fucking dressed like a dude. Like, wore, like, shitty Walmart Texas Rangers baseball attire and a backwards baseball cap and oh I know who you're talking about now and uh, also wore those and one basketball shorts down to mid shin and high top shoes I'm like that's a fucking dude just get with a dude that's what that's what your partner's dressing like we got another girl in town that's gay now and her little gal girlfriend's pretty good looking yeah see now that I'm with if you want to be gay and then like shoot for a hot chick cool. But but being a, a lesbian and then getting a partner that looks like a guy doesn't make much sense to me. Well, I wonder if it's the same same vice versa. You know, dude dates a dude. And does one of them try to look like a girl? One of them, the gay couples that I've seen, one of them is definitely more feminine than the other one. Like Tony and right. Chance, I think they're dating now, and I can't decide which one of them is the. If Tony's a woman or if Chance is a woman, because they're both big, ugly guys. Who's the pitcher and who's the catcher? Yeah, I can't. Chance says Tony was a catcher in high school, so he's the catcher, and Tony just laughs. <laughs> so I don't know really what's going on there. So, Oof. but like to to your back to your point where you were like, I I don't care if you're gay, just don't do it in front of me. Like, don't take this personal, Blake. But I don't want to see you making out with a chick in front of me. Like, just yeah, just I mean, keep that shit I, private. In yeah, I, so I mean, it's not just. Uh, not just a knock on the gaze. I don't really want to see anybody getting it on in front of me. Right. But, boy, Blake, let me tell you something. When we get to you in person, I can talk to you in person. Have I got a story to tell you I was told yesterday? Absolutely the funniest story that I've ever heard in my entire life. And Andy told it, believe it or not, because, you know, Andy's not a great storyteller like me and you are. But it is a, right. an excellent story, but we can't say it on the podcast. I'll tell all you right. a story because Jeff's timing's all off on it. You know that, that that's the okay. part of comedy that I've got figured out is is timing. Jeez. So I'll tell right. I'll tell you the story. <laughs> right now? No, no. Oh, off, off the air. It's a good one. It's the one oh. you would say on air and later think I should have probably sit and have said that. We don't want to harm innocent lives. Yeah, I'm not. So Blake, when uh, when is your projected time to come down here this year? Last year it was fucking December. You got to do better. Well, when does that get married? July twenty sixth. I just ordered. I had to order the food today. Uh, yeah, I ordered shit the other day. It's July twenty. You're in the wedding, aren't you? Yeah. And you're asking me when the fucking deal is? I'm not even in the wedding. Well, I didn't. Honestly, know, I'm fucked up. I didn't know when it was either. I didn't know you were in the wedding, Blake. You're gonna stand next to me. Yes. What? Actually, I'm the best man. That is awesome. Do you have a hot... Are you the best man? No. Okay. But I'm bringing a plus one, so I... Your sister, that'll be a good time. Your sister's coming? <laughs> no. <laughs> how How is your sister? Uh, I don't know. She's still dating that She's liberal okay. douchebag? What? She's still dating the liberal douchebag that don't hunt? Hey. Yes. I'm, I think so. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, do you like this guy now? 
I know I haven't met him. You still had me, so they haven't brought him back the whole time. They must not be real serious. No, they just she's working all the time, and actually, mom and mom went to Grand Island to go meet up with Brooke because Dad's birthday is today. So they were going to spend time with each other, and they were all pissed off at me because I said I got to plant corn. So they just don't realize uh, shit's got to get done around there. Well, yeah, it's like. Well, tell us about. I your, don't plant this shit. I don't get paid. I want to hear about your plus one. Who is she? I don't know. I don't know who it is yet. But <laughs> oh, okay. So you're <laughs> having you having tryouts for it? It's a, yeah. It's kind of like tryouts. I'll like go in the bar and hit somebody and be like, "Hey, I need a plus one for wedding in Texas. Do you want to go with me?" And I haven't had one that'll say yes yet. So are you so. flying or are you driving? Oh, I'm flying. Okay, because you told me I was going to pick you up at one time, so I didn't know. Now, um, yeah, now, we're flying so, straight into Knox City. Oh, good deal, Knox City International. Stoner told me that you're a, a a ladies' man. What? That's what he told me. He said, "Don't let Blake kid you." He said, "Blake's ladies' man." Said every bar that y'all went to in the three months that he lived in Nebraska, everybody was like, "Hey, Blake." Oh yeah. So, so did he live with you for three weeks? <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> was your mom about ready to strangle your ass? No, because that was when I was living out in the country at a at a rental house. Oh, the one where the toilet fell in. Yep. So he just yeah, came and so stayed her. with you for three weeks. Yep, they came. Shit, I think right at Thanksgiving and stayed till. No, they stayed. They probably came like the 18th or 20th of November, and they left to go to the Staff Smash, which was like December 9th, 10th, and 11th. So, Did you put them to work on the farm? No. We hunted every day. You just took a sabbatical? You didn't get shit done those days, did you? I think we were done picking corn by then. So, so you're doing a tryouts for the plus one. So have you bought your airplane ticket yet, Blake? No. You probably need to do that pretty quick. Where are yeah, you probably. Where are you going to fly into? You're going to fly into Abilene? Denver to Lubbock, I bet. Oh, to Lubbock? Yeah. I don't know sense. where to fly into. Lubbock. Lubbock? Yep. Denver to Lubbock. And then I just got to get, get an Enterprise car from Lubbock to Knox City? If, you do, if you'll go the right time, I'll come pick you up. What's the right time? Well, I, I'm fixing to look up a fucking airplane ticket for you because... You know, I've always said you're my fourth fattest son, so. I know. You know, Falks, he always flies into Abilene. It's a little bit more expensive, but it's a small airport. It's an hour, saves, you know, an hour drive time one way. You could look and up, shit. You could look that up. I'll look into that. I did not know that you were in the wedding. Zach, Zach didn't tell me. I'm, I'm, I'm. Andy, people tell you this all the time. I was there when he told me, he told you, but you don't listen. Hmm. Yeah, Andrew. Sure is going to be embarrassing if you're before me. <laughs> <laughs> if I'm like fourth or fifth down the line, and Blake's number uh, yeah. number one or number two, number two, <laughs> have to walk with the ugly like, bridesmaid. Well, <laughs> you, you can you can buy your you can buy your ticket for about four hundred dollars round trip. Jesus Christ! Hope your corn makes it. Well. How much it costs to drive down here? And what's your time worth? That's another thing that you got to factor in. What? 
what your time is worth. You said Jesus Christ is $400. You factor in diesel for DR Quack and your time. You're looking at easily 10 or so, ten or ten or 15 grand out of that. <laughs> True. You're feeding America, Blake. $100 an hour. Time is precious. Is American Airlines flying closer to y'all like at Grand Island or somewhere? One of them places have an airport? Uh, North Platte. Who flies there? Which is only... 49 miles for me. So if I wanted to, I could go to North Platte and then fly to Denver and then Denver, but fuck that. I'll just drive to Denver with two and a half hours and be done with it. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. It, 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 hit, it hit me some of them mushrooms before I hop on the plane. Boy, could you imagine that? Holy shit. <laughs> if you went to a Grateful Dead concert and there were rainbows coming out of a guitar, could you imagine the trip the bad, bad trip you'd have on a fucking airplane? Oh my god. Oh. They'd have they'd strap they'd have to strap you down, you'd never make it to Texas. Mm. I worry about Ed all the time on that shit. I damn sure don't need to be worried about you. Oh no. So so you're no, co- so you're coming for the wedding. Yep. That is exciting. That's going to be a lot of fun. Where are you going? Um, where, who are you staying? Are you staying with Hefe? He's got all these empty beds now. Oh man, well, I don't know. We're not worried about Blake. He'll be fine. He can stay with us. Yeah, I don't care. So you'll get you'll get your fucking coffee mug back in July. That kind of sucks. He'll forget it. Yeah. You, be, I mean, I don't know. What'd you say? He said no. I'm, I, I, I should be. I can't. I, I don't know if I'm going to come two days early, a week early. I don't know. A week early? <laughs> the fuck are you going to do for a week early with us? Fucking nothing, Hefe. That's the plan. Well, you can damn sure do that, but you can hang out with Dad because he does nothing here all day long at the lodge. Him, him and Ollie. <laughs> That's going to be yeah. tough for when you get that plus one. Like, hey, we're going to go a week early and do nothing. He's not bringing a plus one. Why would you go from Nebraska and bring a woman from Nebraska when there's all these women in Texas down here? This is true, Blake. That's the other thing I was thinking about, especially after I heard a $400 round-trip ticket. Oh, yeah, because you got to buy her one. Yeah. Yeah. I would just text Zach and be like, hey, you remember when I said I was plus one? I was just bullshitting. I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to roll the dice on finding somebody there. I bet, yeah, Shelby, I bet sure. Shelby's got some hot friends. I'll just lay the old poppy charm. I'm ready to see. I'm ready to see wedding poppy. That is going to be something because I have heard about your karaoke skills at these things. We got yeah, probably call me back again. They're having karaoke at this wedding. If poppy's coming, they better. I told Zach last night that I I have to sing your love by the outfield at his wedding. Sing what? You're loved by the outfield. I don't know if I've, I don't think I've ever heard that. The song. outfield was in the eighties. Yes, that was music. Josie's on a vacation far away. <laughs> I don't think I, I have. Yeah, you have. Yes, you have. <laughs> Just it sounded a little different hey, than that. <laughs> you know, it just sounds a little different. <laughs> is is Centerfold, Centerfold your other song, isn't it? Oh, That's yeah. Jay Giles' band. Yeah, he loves to sing. Sing folk. that, sing that for me, Blake, real quick. I can't, Blake. I had the guy do the the Bigfoot whoopee on here, so you can at least do try to do centerfold. <laughs> oh fuck! No, I 
we'll just we'll we'll be sure and put it out there for when you get that microphone on July 26. I'd like to get the Bigfoot yep. guy at the wedding. That would be interesting. He could do the Bigfoot whoop at the wedding. I don't know about that. So, what pick do you have in, in fantasy football this year? You're like six, aren't you? Yeah. Uh, no. I thought you told me I was like fucking ninth. He's ahead of you, Andy. Well, everybody's no, ahead of me. I'm 13. He's He is 12 or 11 or 10. He's at the back of the pack, too. No. Yeah, he is. We'll just settle this debate right now. How about? Um, ba, 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 ba. Is Alex fixing to graduate from school? Is he what? Is Alex a senior this year? No, he's a junior. Okay, he's got one more year. So so where, where's Alex going to go to school at? Uh, he's going to go to uh, community college in Beatrice, um, being an agronomist. So. What exactly is an agronomist? I don't have something to do with farming. Yeah, he's just going to, you don't know what agronomist is going to tell you how. He's going to watch a plant grow, tell you what it needs, the, the diseases, and all that shit. So you'll be calling him for advice one day. Oh, yeah. Well, that'll work out nice. Yeah. That's the hope. He can make the real money, and then he can just tell me what to do. Yeah, take all the guesswork out. Yep. So, back to fantasy football. You're number seven. I'm number seven? You're number seven. That's a bad place to be. Yeah, because I'm six. I'm right ahead of you, and I agree with you on that. What's What's the er, What's the early strategy? Well, my strategy is to find out who Andy wants and pick them. Aaron Rodgers? Just kidding, because fuck, you've been in the loser bracket for how <laughs> long? Every year? <laughs> I've got it figured out this year. I'm going. I'm going the poppy route, and I figured it out. I'm going to tank on purpose the first two weeks, and I'm going to get the hot waiver wire stud both weeks, and then finish in tenth place again. And then I will be set. You, you know who's really? got the best winning percentage historically in our league? Tony does. Because of my off year this year. Injuries. Injuries this year. <laughs> Killed me. I will give you credit, Andrew. Um, when I didn't know who to take on the waiver wire, you did tell me to take Connor. I did. I did. And that helped me out. Yeah, I would say just a little bit. Tr- tremendously. So this year, uh, weeks one and two, I am. I might not even start anybody. Might I might have <laughs> – might not even play. I'm going to put up zero points for those two weeks. That way some schmuck uh, doesn't have uh, uh, the same record but lower points. And then I'm just going to pick two studs off the waiver wire. I don't know. There'll be a James Conner this yeah, year. Yeah, that, that, that's what, you know, James Conner was a perfect storm because Le'Veon sat out. You know, if there's not any big injuries and everybody reports to training camp, then that strategy right. is a little dicey. Hey, did, did you see where the Chiefs – uh, drafted a Tyreek Hill replacement. They, no. They drafted a kid out of Georgia that is exactly the same height and size as Tyreek Hill. And the kid ran a four three eight or four three three forty at Georgia, and they got him in the second. They said, uh, "Yeah, from the couch to refrigerator." They uh, <laughs> they said that uh, that he's running all the Tyreek stuff at training camp and stuff or their practice the other day. 
just basically a clone of him, just a fast, fast guy that take the top off. Now, I don't mean he'll be a football player like Tyreek is, but, boy, the Chiefs are just self-destruct. God almighty. But that's who they drafted? Yeah, they drafted that kid in the second or third round. I was reading about him last night, but he's a 4'3 or 4'3'8 guy. He's fast as hell, but he's same size. Like Both of them are 5'10". Both of them weigh about 185 pounds. I uh. saw recently that they're calling for James Washington to have a monster year. Well, he should. AB's out of the way. He's going to be the number two. They said James Washington. It was on the, the, the Good Morning Football. On NFL Network, they were talking about him. He should have an 80-catch season this year. Said he's going to explode. Are you going to draft him? Are you going to get take him up? Um, if 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 he's there when I think he needs to go, yeah, I, I wouldn't. I he'd be a fifth-round pick. Big Ben was uh, the number one quarterback in fantasy football last year, I believe. No, he was second behind Mahomes. But I think he, I'll pull up the stats. Big Ben was very a very very good fantasy quarterback last year, so I'd I'd take James Washington, for sure. He's a fifth round pick, I think, in our league. Yeah, probably a wide receiver too. Yeah, or three. Somebody that you know, you know. Uh, hopefully, he gets five to eight catches a game. I think that's safe. Who's your early prediction for the Super Bowl this year? Now, me? Yeah, you're the one. I'm talking Chargers. To. Oh. That's a good pick this year. With Kansas City having all their problems and Oakland, Chargers I think. Chargers are due, man. Oakland's going to be in disarray, and Denver's going to draft another quarterback again the next year. And so, <laughs> If the Rockies win the World Series and the Chargers win the Super Bowl, like, are you just going to sit at home and just jizz all over yourself the whole month of February? Hey, probably. I would um, say there's a better chance of the Chargers winning the Super Bowl than the Rockies making the playoffs. Yeah, absolutely. But I would trade both of those for a winning season for the Husker football. Really? That That's number absolutely. one. Absolutely. That's number one. So now we went from the Huskers being a championship team to a winning season, he said. <laughs> <laughs> Six and five, and Blake's happy. I'm telling you. It's going to – going to surprise a lot of people how good Nebraska is this year. I'll tell you that right hey, now. Hey, what do you think of Kingsbury going to Arizona? Um, I don't know much about it. Well, it's because so, he didn't well, win much he at did, Tech. He didn't win at Tech. He got fired from Texas Tech, who is not a powerhouse in football, Never and weren't when he was there. And now he's well, the head guy at a at an NFL club. Well, Tech was a pretty um, – Spread them out and fuck a throw it team, right? Yes. I mean, I don't. I, I've never understood that about how these coaches that lose in college get an NFL job. I'm like, what the fuck makes you think it's any different? Like when Nebraska hired Mike Riley, he never had a season over nine and four. I think one year he had was ten and two, but it's like that's one season. What what fucking credential shows you that this coach is worth hiring? <laughs> I just but, think everybody in the NFL is looking for that next Sean McVay, the the good looking guy with a high power that's got an offensive mind, and I think that they're all trying because if you look, you got Sean McVay, you got Cliff Kingsbury, you've got Matt Lafleur in Green Bay. He's a he's a young, good looking cat. So is that why Mark Mangino never got a head gig in the NFL? There's another one I feel like. 
that's just a young kind of done nothing, but I th- they think he's going to have a big offense. But I think that's what I think that's the trend. Who's the, the guy right now? Who's the guy? The Forty ers Shanahan, Kyle that's, Shanahan. That's the other one. But he was a head coach before McVay was, I think. I don't think so. I think his first head job was there. He I know, but I think he was in San Francisco before McVay was in L.A. Those guys, they hired Kingsbury because they want to open up their offense because it's exciting. Right. And Kingsbury threw the ball fucking 60 times a game in college, so I guess he's going to throw it 80. Kyler Murray is going to be the dark horse person. He's, he's going to be the make it or break it for one fantasy football team because someone's going to take Kyler Murray early. And if Kyler Murray turns out to be like Patrick Mahomes last year, then they're going to do. They'll have a great season. But if he turns out to be like fucking Deshaun Kaiser or somebody, it ain't going to be. Or Lamar Jackson. Or Lamar Jackson, who who that to me, Baltimore is the most fucked up football team in the NFL. Anybody that goes into a league that throws the ball and they're going to get a running quarterback and run twenty five times a game on a guy that weighs one hundred and twenty five pounds, they're fucked. He won't. He won't last a season getting beat up. He's just not that. That to me is just dumb. He's from Louisville, ain't he? Yes. Lamar Jackson. Yes, and he's very talented, but that type – Kyler Murray's the same way. Except you can't smaller. Run, yeah, you can't run the ball in the NFL like you do the colleges. It's just a, Look at RG3. Yeah, perfect example. I mean, you know, he – Perfect example. He lit it up his rookie year. Second year, I think he was pretty good, but by his third year, he just beat the shit. Yeah. Blew a knee out. Once you blow your knee out, you're done. And I think he had injury – I think he had knee problems back, back in college. Yeah, but. he tore an ACL at Baylor. But that's that's the issue with with Kyler Murray has not been and he's Kyler, a hell of an athlete. Kyler is way smaller than RG three and Lamar Jackson. Yes. Kyler's only like five eight or five nine. Hundred eighty yeah, five pounds. He's like six four. Yeah. Well, you take a guy in college that's a stud football player in college, defensive guy, and or, or and he, he's a gamer, and he don't even get drafted because he's not fast enough or big enough. But he's a stud in college. Well, in the pros, those quarterbacks, everybody on the other side of the defensive ball can fucking run. Right. I mean, fucking, they're drafting defensive ends now that are running four sixes, four seven forties. Poppy speed. Yeah. Um, mine's four four. Oh, sorry. So, four four eight. Let's talk a little bit of waterfowl hunting, just so that people can uh, feel like they heard something meaningful. Okay. Give the trick. To field duck hunting. I get that all the time. People want to know how to shoot ducks in the field. Even though we've talked about it, what is the poppy method? Fucking get in there, get head, fire up the spinners, and wait. Now, crosswind, or do you like wind at your back? If I, if, if I don't have a good hide, um, I like a crosswind. Um uh, crosswind is usually what I do. I don't know. I I, I, I like them coming into the face because when ducks get out, they go up straight up, mm-hmm. and it's easier for the shooters. Um, I think it's a little more of a challenge with clients uh, uh, side shooting them. The old Cincinnati side slap, but yeah. um, that's just how I feel about that. I think uh, guys overthink. I think guys overthink it. And when when we did the field duck hunting episode, I think I got a lot of messages, a lot of messages. But I think that guys just overthink how to do it. Like you said, yeah. get hidden, cross. I'd say crosswind them regardless. Crosswind yeah. them every time if you can. Turn your spinners yeah. on. 
throw out. Now we overdid it that the last day of duck season. How many? What? What all did we? We threw out like fucking twenty dozen duck silhouettes, didn't we? And five dozen yeah. silhouettes. That's overkill. Yeah. Big time overkill. We did that just to fucking say that we did it and had fun. We shot the right. shit out of the birds, though. Yeah, but we could have done we could have done the same thing with five dozen duck silhouettes and a dozen goose silhouettes. Probably correct. Right. Well, and that's another thing that probably a good tip is um, even if you don't have geese in the area, I think it's always a good idea to throw one, two, five dozen goose decoys out for a visibility thing. Yeah. Um, I agree with and that. And maybe even a, 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 and I know this kind of sounds stupid, but a confidence deal, too. I I noticed that a lot with when Zach and I would go out in the afternoons last year. We'd have some ducks when we would have just have duck decoys out that wouldn't work quite right. Then you'd throw the geese on the outside ring of the ducks, and they'd fucking do it. And I don't know what it was, but... It just seemed to help. I wonder if it is. So. I wonder if it is a visibility uh, thing that, that we don't quite think about. I think the new uh, pintail silhouettes are going to make a big deal too. The new dive bombs. Yeah. And yep. You'll be able to see them from. A, nice. Yeah, you see them from a mile away. Now you were not. You were not on board with the duck silhouettes. Uh, 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 I, I was skeptical. I was skeptical. Um, then we added those. Um, the, 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 the S3 socks? Yes, the, the duck socks. Duck socks, and um, that was that was a game changer. I liked that. Yeah. Well, I mean, you just oh. you look at ducks feeding in a the field. They're very aggressive. They're like cats in a bag. I mean, it's always just constant commotion. Uh, yeah. They're very, very aggressive. And then when you get those socks out there, a little bit of wind, and then they're, they're adding that constant motion – I think it's what yeah. ducks are used to seeing. Yeah, yeah. And for guys like you who are kind of on the full body bandwagon still, I think it kind of plays. Right. To, I think it kind of plays to that crowd a little bit because you're getting this. Now you're getting something that that's 3D, and um, right. So, well, my duck hunt up here in Nebraska, I don't even set duck decoys out. So, what do you do? I'm, I just have goose. I just have a full spread of ten. 20, 30 dozen goose decoys out and throw up seven mojo or lucky ducks and I'm done with it. Do you believe that uh, you don't have to be on ducks? Because I think the biggest problem people have when field duck hunting is is they don't have the confidence to try it the first time unless they have the super, super hot field. And I don't think they realize that the super hot field can be two or three fields away. If you just get traffic, you'll kill ducks. Right. Oh, and I, I've, ne- I've never understood it, you know, like, there, there's, it's always, well, I don't have a field. It's like, well, Jesus Christ, if you want to hunt, get out, get in the field you can get in, and set shit out, give it a shot. Like, what do you, what do you got to lose? Right. Sit at home you on the can't. couch? Yeah. I mean, what the hell? You go out and you fail, you still fucking hunt. That's yeah. right. But, 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 but I'm with you. I mean, with ducks, man, if you, I mean, you don't even have to be, I mean, yeah, being close to the flight line or i mean you got to be in the area yeah but if you're visible spinners spinners um um uh, 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 uh you'll kill ducks yeah every time. And, and a duck flying at 500 feet however whatever the fuck they're flying they can see a whole lot further than just that one field 
Right. And that constant yeah, that constant flicker from the Lucky Ducks, I think, is what they key in on. Because just like that last day, <coughs> we hunted a big field. And scouting the night before, the Ducks were on the far east end. Right. Which was how far? quarter of a mile away. Yeah, it'd be a quarter mile on a pivot. And we hunted the far west end because that's where the hide was. And that's how the wind was set up. So, right. you know, you don't, especially with duck, a lot of times with geese, we try to get right where they fed the night before or the morning before. Yeah. With yeah. ducks, you just kind of get in the vicinity of them, turn your spinners on and watch and just wait, like you said. All right. Yeah, that, that was, that last hunt was probably one of the most fun ducks I've ever been on, even down there and up here. That was yeah, I remember the first two groups of pintails. Zach and Andy were like, "Well, dude, we're gonna shoot these." And I was like, "And we're like working them, and we're working them, and we're like, I don't think they're looking at us. Let's just see what this group does." And then that next pass, they just let it out, and I was like, "Yep, this is gonna be a good time." <laughs> hey, did you kind of think it was wrong for Steve Barber to give the band away, even though he gave it to Reese Boy? No, Steve didn't even have a gun on him; he's just giving that damn band away. <laughs> yeah, I was. I mean, Steve needs to watch his P's and Q's. <laughs> the funniest part. That's about how the, you get uninvited. Yeah, the funniest part about yeah. the whole deal was is Steve. Oh, look, it's a band, and he showed it to me on the duck, and then he takes it and cuts it off. I'm like, why'd you cut it off? I mean, we tried to hide it. I guess Steve thinks he's a guide now. He's trying to steal bands from everybody. Right. That well, whole, and I would have done the same thing. I mean, I would have gave it to Reese. Well, no, I would have got the duck <laughs> mounted for him. Yeah. But Steve cut who, the fucking leg off. That that, that that hunt though was uh it was very, very special. Yeah. And it was, yeah, was it's something I'll I'll never forget. Yeah, that was so many things about that hunt that was uh I think a lot of people remember for a long time. So Yeah. For but. for for sure. But it, duck hunt, field duck hunting, and and I said it. I said it when we did the field duck hunting podcast. It's so simple. It's so yeah. so simple. Like yeah. five or six, five or six spinners, couple decoys. You're set. That's it. Yeah. Think. Well, I, uh, and I don't know about duck hunting, field duck hunting, other than like. Out of the, I mean, I feel like you can hunt that way, Central Flyway, all the time. Um, I don't know about either other Flyway. I don't know duck flies if there's really that much. You know what I mean? Yeah, I don't think like in Louisiana they're doing it, and I don't. I've never hunted on the East Coast, so I don't know what they're doing there. But I think it's a Canada and Central Flyway deal. I'm sure the West Coast they do a lot of it also. But right. in Iowa they do a bunch of it. Missouri they can do a bunch of it. But when you get to Arkansas, most of that's timber. Yeah, timber and slop hunting and the mud and stuff. Right. And someone's going to correct us because we get corrected on every podcast. Because, well, by God, out here in Chickapaw County, we hunt them that way. Well, I'm sure there are places that you can do them. We just don't know about it. Right. I think if people yeah. would try it. I, th- I think any refuge that you hunt by, if you've got just a dry field, if you've got ducks around, I think you could hunt all the time that way and kill ducks without right. having to be on the X. And I don't even yeah. think it has to be a freaking grain field. If you just have a damn dirt field with 
that you can set spread up on a, next to a refuge, you probably could field shoot ducks all the time. Mm-hmm. They're a curious creature, man. They'll come check it out. Yeah. They don't care. Um, actually, it's really funny. Um, a guy I help out sometimes, he has his shop right next to a feedlot, and there's probably like 47 spoonies that are just sitting on this pond and, and by this wet corn pile there. It's like, I wouldn't have a problem setting up a hunting there. <laughs> yeah. Well, it was it was just like that one day in Oklahoma with you and me. Uh, ducks were coming off of their roost lake, and you know we were hunting strictly traffic, and they came. They just flew over us, super high, and I thought there's no way this is going to work. And then sure as shit, they fly past us, get to the next county road, and they turn around to us. All right. So you know we were just we were strictly underneath their flight flight line. Shot a shitload mm-hmm. of shot a shitload of ducks that evening. Yeah, yeah. It's, I mean, and it's, another thing, mo- a lot of our experience comes from evening duck hunts. Yep. Yeah. So, evening works better than the mornings do on the duck hunt. I fields. like I like evening duck hunts more than I do morning duck hunts. Yeah, in the field because you yeah, can get the you. big fucker rude like we also did when you chase after them in the morning. Two different. Yeah. They do two yeah. different things. Hey Blake, I got a new beer recipe for you. Yeah. You you're, you're Coors Light man still, or you you're up to Michelob Ultra yet? Oh, I'm definitely Coors Light fan still. Take it, get you some lemon, squeeze some fresh squeezed lemon juice or lime juice in the bottom of that of a glass. Pour that beer on it over ice and salt the shit out of it. I'm telling you, son, it's the best beer in the world. Really? Yep. But the <clears throat> lime juice. Um. Yeah, and then another thing that always baffled me was um, I think guys should not be afraid to um, throw the A-frame in the middle of the field. No, I'm with you there. Um, there ain't nothing more natural than a line of grass, in, in my opinion. So For ducks? Yeah, for Cause ducks. Cause geese, I'm kind of like... I'm still a little nervous I'm, with I'm the geese. I'm even about it sometimes. I'm I'm still a little nervous with the geese doing that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't quite have me there, but on ducks, yeah, definitely. Throw it in the middle of the field and go to work. All right. Yeah. Okay, Blake, so, one, one, one last question for you. All right. Who, who's going to win the NBA? <laughs> I don't give a fuck. <laughs> who's, even, <laughs> who's even playing? Golden State and Portland are playing in one semifinal and – uh, Toronto, Milwaukee and Milwaukee and uh, Toronto. I knew Milwaukee was playing because I saw uh, Bakhtiari down two. Yeah, I saw that two big beers at the basketball game. If if Durant don't play, I think Portland upsets Golden State. Who's Durant play for? Durant plays for Golden State, but he tore calf muscle or Ooh. or Achilles. I don't know exactly what the fuck he did. And on the other side, I think that. Uh, I want Toronto win just because Skip Bayless hates fucking Kwame Leonard or however the fuck you say his name. I've watched more basketball this year than I ever have for some reason. Why? Because at nine because nine thirty at night it comes on and I don't I don't go to bed till midnight usually or later and I watch I, and I hate Golden State. I want to see them lose because I can't stand Kevin Durant. So I watch just hoping they'll lose. Uh, I don't ever like a team that's the winning all the time. It's like New England. I want to see them get their ass beat, but I really don't have nothing against New England. Tom Brady's a class act, and I like the coach. 
coach they're the hardest working team in football, but I, it's hard for me to pull for them. They will not make the playoffs this year. I'm calling. One year I'm going to get this right. <laughs> One year I'm going to get it right. <laughs> They're in the easiest division in football. They are that. I give you that. You got the Dolphins who are constantly rebuilding. You got the Jets who are constantly rebuilding. And you got Buffalo. They're in the easiest division. They go 12 and four every year. And they're always the first or second seed in the in the playoff standings. I'm going because one day Brady's going to get hit, not get up because he's 100 years old. And so one of these years I'm going to get it right, and they're going to look. Damn it, Jeff! Jeff called that. <laughs> all, all right, Blake, we're going to let you go. Thanks for hopping on with us. I know you got a lot to do today. Yeah, I got a lot of corn to plant, so go, you already got me behind. Go but. feed, go feed America, okay? Yep. And yep. Hey, I'll see you in July, bud. Yep. That just I'll see you in July. That just made my day. Who's going to take care of the farm while you're away? It's Alex. T- it, ah. it it takes care of itself that time of year, don't it? Well, I I got that stuff on my phone that I can control my pivot, so yeah, I can turn mom and off from Texas. So hey, did I tell you Andy is now a smoke king? He is. The, yeah, I heard that on, he, the, he on is, the deadliest catch. Oh yeah, he's a fucking grill master now. He cooks at Traeger. I, I, Jesse, what Andy has done is given Jesse the, her life off because I don't think she cooks anymore. It's so much right. fun. It's so much fun. I was messaging Sean Dwyer about it yesterday. It's so much fun. Your whole fucking day, you just sit around, drink beer, watch watch some meat smoke. It's a lot of fun. Oh, I know. Yeah, fucking Saturday, I got asked. I saw to, that. Yeah, I got asked to smoke meat for graduation. We smoked 300 pounds of meat. All we did was shit. I got drunk by noon and had to take a nap. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get us one of those cookers for Oklahoma, and we can cook more, especially if it can be done while we're – Somebody don't have to be there the whole time. Andy's done. Yeah, Andy like, made the best ribs. Yeah, no shit. Andy made the best ribs I've ever had. And he won't cook them again. Yeah. I wasn't a fan he, of them. He didn't like them. The ribs were excellent. His brisket needed a little bit of work. We had pulled pork last night. It was real good. It's a lot of fun. I, 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 have, I have very much so enjoyed my Traeger. Because like I said, you, you fuck, just like the pulled pork yesterday. I turned it on at uh, 6.30. So, I mean, you're constantly, you know, you're checking it, and then you can't really barbecue all that great if you don't have a beer. I'm like, you, you fucking smoke meat and drink beer, and it's a good time. Right. Did you buy the trailer that has connects to your phone? Yes. No, you, what, Blake. Tells you, tells you the temperature and everything? Blake, seriously, you asked if Andy didn't buy the creme de la creme. You know him. <laughs> Listen, I'm all, I'm all about if you're going to spend – if you're going to make an investment, which is what that is, and you can spend X amount of dollars or you can spend a little bit more, but not that much more to get the best, go with the best. Blake, this is the way it is now. Andy's at the house the other day, and the Pitmaster show come on TV, and Andy was correcting them on how they were screwing up, you know. That is not true. <laughs> that, is, that is not true. Johnny Trigg or whatever it is. Yeah, Andy's telling Johnny Trigg how to cook now. No, my uh, there's a lot of things that I don't know, but it's it's a lot of fun. It's a new adventure for me. I'll have to text you the seasoning we use for brisket on the smoker. Please do. Did you wrap it? What, what 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 did you do? You cook it for so long and then wrap it, or did you leave it unwrapped the whole time? Unwrapped the whole time. We seasoned it the night before, let it sit overnight. And started yeah. it at six o'clock in the morning. Mm-hmm. Just ran her ran her all day and fuck man. 
See, now Texas brisket is a little bit different than Nebraska brisket. I, I, the, I watch a lot of you. I've watched some YouTube videos, and they say in Texas, <laughs> in Texas, it's just salt and pepper. Is the Texas way? And does it have that much fat with that Texas meat, or did you get Nebraska meat? Well, Blake, I live in the greatest state in the union. I'm getting Texas meat. <laughs> that come from Brazil. <laughs> I was going to say, I've seen that fucking pasture down there, and I don't know where they're getting all their fucking food. <laughs> but, yeah, send me that recipe. I, I, I'd uh, I'd very much appreciate it, sir. Okay, I will. All right, man, will you go plant some corn, and uh, I'll text you later. Okay, see you guys. Bye. See you, bud. The infamous Blake Poppy. Blake is a great dude. One of my, something else. One of my favorite ones to come through these doors. I can tell you that much. I did not know that he was coming to Zach's wedding. Yeah. I thought you were there when we talked about it. <sighs> Jeff, I got so much shit going on, I barely know what day it is. Fox is coming. My goodness. The Fox. stars are going to align. I don't know, though. Fox, he, he recently found out he's got a torn rotator cuff. A lot of masturbating. Fucking playing soccer. That's what it'll get you. Playing goalie and just trying to be a good teammate. And I mean, like he tore it like all at once or just deteriorating? No, he fucking tore it in October. He was whining about it this year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he was whining. Just He thought he, thought he just kind of tweaked it a little bit playing goalie. I got to send him a shirt. I'm glad you said that. Playing goalie, blocks a shot, jumps like he's 17 years old again, hurt his shoulder, and then, yeah, he got it checked out. Uh, about a week or two ago, and they said he needs surgery. That's a miserable time. Six months. When's it? When, so when's he doing the surgery? That's what he's trying to weigh. If he gets it done now, like fucking right now, he'd be able to hunt. But they're saying maybe if he got it done in July, he could. They say three to six months, which I know, folks, it's probably going to be closer. And I've, I know shoulder surgery. It's going to be closer to the six month. Only wait and do it in February. The the doctor is not all on board with that. I don't know. I, I asked him the same thing. Like, you've already torn it. It can't get that much worse. But the doctor was of the mindset that sooner would be better. Yeah, he gets paid quicker. But, like, no driving for a month? Oof. That's all he does That's at work. That's all he does at work. So, I don't know. It's going to be. Why can't he drive? I don't know. Do you don't steer with two hands anyways? I don't know. I don't know if it's the seatbelt. I don't know if. I can't, you can get a waiver in Texas on that. I don't know if, well, I'm, I mean, I, I just, I don't know what arm it is. You know, if it's your left arm, that's kind of, that'll kind of fuck you with I'm the seatbelt. No, you can get a waiver. Yeah. By the state of Texas, you can get a waiver by a doctor saying that you can't wear a seatbelt because of, a, you got to have the deal though. You can't just say it. Right. I've had people say that before. Oh, I got messed up soldier. So I don't know. Fox was planning on coming, but now that this, this torn rotator cuff is, has come to light. He might not be there. I sure hope your little brother gets to make it. He won't. And he might. He's gets once he gets to that school, he might. He's gonna have a bunch of leave. Well, we'll see. Yeah, I mean, I'm not counting. He's on already it, said he doesn't want to go because his haircut's so bad. He ain't got no hair. Exactly. He's bald. Exactly. Well, that's no reason not to be at your brother's wedding. Well, if the U.S. government says that you can't, well, then, then I understand that. So I would just plan on pain not being there. Oh, I'm planning on him not being there, but I wouldn't be surprised if he gets to be there. And then anything past that is a bonus. Yeah. I would rather him be here at Thanksgiving than Yeah. 
than that. So you, trust me, your mom at Thanksgiving, if pain is not here, she is going to be miserable to be around. I thought they already said don't plan on him being here for Thanksgiving. That's what we've heard, but we haven't heard that from the actual people on the deal. They, they're going to shut down for a couple of days. That school don't they don't go to school those four days. Don't, I mean, he's don't in a year long right. school. So, but when he gets if he gets four days at Thanksgiving, mom's going to buy an airplane ticket and send his ass home if I can. But if but if I can, he can. If he can't get off school, he can't. But if he can fly home, I'm gonna fly him home. But your mom is going to be absolutely miserable in the holidays the first time he's gone overseas or somewhere missing something or wherever the hell he's at. You know, Payne is a different cat. Yeah. Payne might not want to come home. That's right. He might have fucking shipped off, found this new venture in life, and... Never come home again. Ariba Derchi. Yep, I know that. So, you know, I wouldn't get too wrapped up in whether he's here or not because some of it might be his doing. Yep. Payne has a lot of his daddy in him when it comes to doing his own shit. And that's the way I am. I don't, I mean. And, like, why would you want to be constantly, that's what I don't understand. Like, I think if I was in, but I'm not in his shoes, um, I would be afraid that the constant reminder of home would make it harder. Like, I don't know if it would be easier if you just went off and you just went off. I, I don't know. I know this. I'm not in that position. Never been in that position, so I don't know. I drove 150 miles away from home when I started this, mm-hmm. and I didn't go back home very much at all and didn't think about it. I right. had two different lives. I had the life up here and never turned back. Just kind of, And I've got old friends I still haven't talked to that I talked to almost every day before I left mm-hmm. that when I started this, I was like, hey, this is my new deal, and that's me. So I wouldn't be surprised if pain ends up in Singapore somewhere working for a big tech company doing something. And we see, him every, we see him every three years unless we go to Singapore. So. And then he may decide to come back here and get a job where he can work out of the house, do he his might. own computer shit. Who knows? He might. Yeah, you never know. You never know. Payne is kind of a wild card on that deal. Yep. But it sound, from his letters, it sounds like he's doing well. Yep. Embraced the military life. Yep. Said it wasn't that bad as he thought it was going to be. Got a shitty haircut, but it'll grow back. So... He's smart enough, too, that all the fuckery of screaming at him and stuff don't bother him. Plus, he's Italian. He's heard me scream forever. He didn't pay no attention to me either. All right, let's get off of here. We're going to have uh, we'll have a public hunting on. Lance Million will be with us on Thursday, Friday we'll be coming out. And we'll have Josh Stoner, our new guide from Eastern Maryland, will be on with us. And we've got Sam Soholt coming on with us. He's a public land guy. Big influencer on Instagram. Um, I've actually got to message him back now. I've got a message from him. So we'll get that scheduled and, uh, yeah, we got those coming out. So we got a busy week ahead of us. Hopefully you remembered your mother on mother's day, your mother, your wife, your mother, your baby mama, whatever you got going on. They make a lot of sacrifices for us dudes. Yeah. There's nothing harder in life than a single mom, a single dad. Tony's a single dad and he's a damn good single dad and he does too, but a single parent, and I've always felt sorry for single moms. I mean, they get the shit into the deal a lot of times, you know. And I just, I feel so, I've always felt bad for single moms. And so God bless all of them. And the regular mom that's got a husband like my wife does. It's lucky to have a great guy like me there all the time to do everything. But And, and Andy's wife, she's lucky to have Andy. But the single moms out there, them, them, that's the hardest job in America. Sick kids, whatever it is, working full time. And my hat's off to them. And I hope they all had great days yesterday. So, uh, Mother's Day, 
it's not too late. You can send them a belate. So be sure, think about them because they have given up a lot for, you know, if you're a hunter, your wife has given up a lot so that you could go do this, taking care of kids, taking care of multiple kids. So be sure, make sure they had, I hope they had a special day and hopefully for father's day, I get ribs. So I'm, I'm just going to hint that around now. I was going to do prime rib. No, I'd rather have ribs. I'd rather have just ribs. Mm. Blasphemy. All right. See you, folks. God bless. Bye.